Hi, everyone, and welcome to What Would My Shrink Say, a podcast where you get inside the heads of a couple psychologists and see life through their eyes. You'll never be the same. All right. Hey, Todd. How you doing, Nick? I'm great. Good. Glad to hear that. Yep. So we have a juicy topic today. We do. The, the question of the day is, can you think too much about feeling? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's, let, me, let me elaborate on that a little bit. So the idea basically is, well, we're both therapists, you know, like therapy is about talking about your feelings, right? You know, like it's, it's good thing, kind of process stuff, emotionally difficult things. Um, so yeah, of course you want to talk more about your feelings, right? Why would you ever not want to um, talk more and think more and explore more about, about your feelings? Like that's only a good thing, right? Mm, wrong. Very, very, <laughs> very wrong as it turns We're out. We're going to come down definitively on wrong. <laughs> okay, so let, let's kind of tee this up a little bit. Like, what are some examples that you encounter frequently when it comes to thinking too much about how you feel? You know, and, and, and in my mind, this, is, this, this uh, topic is also maybe um, a little bit conflated uh, with what those feelings mean, too. But as we talk about it, yes, I think there's a potential for people to kind of check their own emotional temperature way too often, you know, this kind of, uh, am I okay? What am I feeling? How am I feeling? Is it okay that I feel this way? What am I feeling? Why am I feeling this way? I mean, there's just this kind of consistent, constant chatter in their minds about how they're feeling. And I think that's potentially very dangerous maybe, mm-hmm. or, or at least problematic. Okay. So il- illustrate that. Cause maybe there are people who are intellectually they're like, okay, like theoretically, I, I, maybe I'm open to that, but like, what does it actually look like in regular, like what's an instance in in ordinary life of where thinking too much about how you feel goes wrong? Um, well, let's say you struggle with some anxiety. It's, it's, it's probably going to be pretty normal for you to feel a little anxious in, in, in many of the times. But if you're constantly reminding yourself of your anxiety by referencing your anxiety constantly, um, or, or at least judging that anxiety too, like, why am I feeling this way? Why, mm-hmm. you know, I, I am this anxious. Why I got to stop feeling this way. Um, often that, that chatter is, is about, I shouldn't be feeling the way I'm feeling. Um, and if you're constantly telling yourself, however your feeling is wrong, um, or um, implying some meaning to that emotional experience, that, that can be potentially pretty dangerous. Because it's going to produce more anxiety, right? If you worry about being anxious, you're just going to make yourself be more yeah, anxious. And there's this overemphasis maybe on the value of how you feel. And, and mm. um, you're, you're placing maybe a too high a value on your mood or your emotions at times. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I like, one of my examples that I like to give for this is I, uh, you know, it's been a long day at work. I'm exhausted, stressed out, kind of tired. I get home, I plop down on the couch, throw on Netflix, you know, start just kind of veg out. And then this really obnoxious thought pops into my mind, which is, you said you were going to go work out today <laughs> after work, <laughs> right? And then this other voice pops up and goes like, no way, I'm like way too exhausted. I just really don't feel like working out. Right. And then the other little voice says, well, yeah, I mean, like I get that, but you did say you were going to work out and you know, like it is good to work out. You got these goals, right? You always feel better after you work out. And then the other voice goes like, yeah, yeah, I get all that. But like, man, I'm just so tired. I just really don't feel like doing it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so you stay on the couch. You don't go work out, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So th- thinking a lot about, but to your point, not just thinking a lot about how you feel, 
but really like putting a lot into how you feel. Because when you make the decision to stay on the couch instead of work out, what you're basically telling yourself is like, this is actually more important that I feel good right now, right? And sort of stay on the couch. I don't know if that's what that means. Um, okay, what else does that mean? It, it could be that in this moment, this is, um, uh, I'm not necessarily sure that you're, you're, you're making a judgment of this is what I value more in this, you know. It, I think people can probably objectively say, I might value going to the gym more, but all I want to do right now is sit here. And so you're, you're, you might be choosing a want over a But is there an behavior. actual distinction between wants and values? Like, can't you just, aren't, aren't you really just saying, well, no, like in this moment, what I want more is to I, feel comfortable. I hope all my wants aren't reflections of my values sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I hope there's a distinction there at times. I, I guess because what, what you'd be saying there is that every behavior is a, a judgment value every single time. But isn't it kind of? I hope not. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, so like we have values, which is like I value like I, working out I over. Guess it, I guess it could be a snapshot of the of the your value system at that moment, maybe. Right. I, I mean, I think our value system is sort of. We talk ideally about this, like yes, I value working out, but like not really. Sometimes you value relaxing more yeah. than you value working yeah. out. Yeah. You don't globally value working out all the time. All the time, yeah. Right. And in this moment, maybe I'm choosing to value one over yeah. the other. Yeah. Right. I could get there. But I think like you were saying, when you, there's sort of this association between it, when you constantly think about how you feel, mm. you tend to, you can end up valuing how you feel over something else. Yes. Right? Yes. Because the more you think about things, the more kind of attention and priority you give it. And I think there's the crux of it, that by, by constantly referencing how you feel, you're placing a really high value on how you feel constantly. Mm -hmm. um, and often after that kind of emotional temperature is taken, there's, there's uh, judgments and criticisms of that as well. Um, that, that again, reflect that this is my priority. You know, yeah. I should feel differently and this is the most important thing, mm -hmm. how I feel. Right. Um, and, I, and I think any, all therapists are going to be, well, maybe not all, most therapists are going to be concerned with how you feel, but it's why they're concerned with that, that, that may be very different than what you think they're concerned with how you feel. Mm, flesh that out a little bit. Like what's an example of that? Um, well, I, I tell my clients all the time, the, the reason we ask how you feel is because we want to know what signals you're getting, you know, and what, what, what signals you're interpreting. But then there's a whole host of uh, maybe behavioral options given how you feel that we might want to talk about and, and mm. patterns around how you choose things around how you feel are really important to us. But we're not there just to kind of endlessly validate how you feel. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think part of what I hear you saying is that at the end of the day, it's kind of more what you do ends up mattering more than how you happen to feel like I, feelings can be, I mean, I, what do you think about this? The way I tend to think about this is feelings themselves are not good or bad, mm -hmm. right? They, they are useful at kind of nudging you into or out of certain behaviors, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But the feeling themselves is not, in one situation, anxiety can be not doing anything good for you and just cause you a lot of stress, right? Mm -hmm. But in another situation, feeling intense fear can give you that like adrenaline kick you need to like get out of a dangerous situation, Yeah, right? So I, I think a, the mistake a lot of people fall into is thinking about feelings 
in isolation from other parts of their experience, like right. their behaviors or their values. Right. Right. And I think that's what someone who's constantly checking their emotions is missing. Is yeah. Their whole world becomes about how they feel and they exactly. don't put enough thought into what's actually important for me to do. Right. Or what are the things I want to sort of work towards or become or whatever it might be. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I think that's, that's the crux of it right there is that yeah. uh, people who check their emotional temperature tend to value that temperature above anything else. And th the problem is that you don't get to control that, you know, you control what, how you feel oh, all the right. time, you know? And so you're, you're constantly referencing something you have not a lot of control over um, to dictate how you're doing overall, like a global mm. um, uh, judgment of, who you are in a way. Right. And that's dangerous. I yeah. Think. Yeah. So some other like particular areas where I see this come up a lot is in um, like dating and relationships. Mm -hmm. I, there's this big struggle a lot of people have of, well, I feel this way about this person, right? I know like, nah, I don't, they've got these qualities that I don't really like. They're not totally honest. Like they've, um, they don't, really see my friends tell me they don't really respect me very much and like yeah I kind of see that but like God, I'm just so like you know in love with this person mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> or the opposite like yeah you know what like we have a really good time together like they we really mesh on a lot of our sort of interests and values and like you know we we just seem to really groove but like I just don't feel it sometimes yeah you know like, yeah. I'm just not feeling it sometimes oh man I hear you know? this a lot yeah um, yeah so I think this this is another one where feelings like the kind of an over focus on feelings can get you in trouble again because of not because of the feeling itself but because of what that kind of over focus on feeling excludes. Right in the first instance where you just love the person but they treat you horribly what you're valuing is that that love over what would basically constitute a healthy relationship. Right. Um in the second example um, changes in how you feel about someone, even though the relationship may be really healthy and enjoyable 90% of the time when there are those, you know, percentages where you're like, oh, I just don't feel it today. Boy, making judgments from there um, or, or, or decisions about your behavior from there would be brutal. You might be ending really healthy relationships a lot because in there are moments where you're like, Ugh, I don't like the way they did that, or they don't look as cute today, and or I'm just not as attracted, you know, or I don't feel as connected, or, or whatever that is. And so, um, over dependence on your emotions, oftentimes you see people who will say things like, I don't trust myself, you know, I feel this way one day, and then I'm doing mm -hmm. this, you know, and it's it's like, yeah, you're making all your decisions about how, you know, based off of how you feel, rather than all the other important things in life. You're just using those emotional signals. Yeah. What, one of my little personal maxims that I like, yeah, and I want you to tell me what you think about this. I like to say, you should listen to your emotions, but don't trust them. <laughs> <laughs> what do you make of that? Uh, no, I, I love it. I, I really do. And, and, and or, um, you know, t when we make decisions about behaviors, I think, I think we all kind of have our own little formula. Um, but emotions shouldn't be magnified to the power of 10 <laughs> in your formula, you know? Right. Um, and if so, that's, that's kind of a problem because it's going to override everything. And no matter what other variable goes in there, if your emotions are, are amplified to the power of 10, then that's going to be a problem. Yeah. yeah. And I think that that amplification comes from um, obsessing, kind of overthinking, 
right? When you go over and over and over and over again, how you feel, it, it ramps up the importance and intensity of that emotion, mm -hmm. right? Because you're giving it so much meaning. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So much attention and meaning and power, really. Um, yeah, which is kind of why I like the idea of, you know, you sort of like listen to emotions, just like you listen to other people in your life, right? But no matter who the person is, like you might, you might really value your father's opinion about finances. Maybe he's really good with money, right? Mm -hmm. So you're going to listen a lot to your father. But maybe your father has been like in and out of unhealthy relationships his entire life. And when he starts giving you advice about your relationship, maybe you're going to tune that out, even though he gives really good financial advice. Right. Like you, just because he has good advice in one area, it doesn't mean you're going to just listen to everything he says and just follow orders, right? Right. So I think this is the same thing with emotions. Like sometimes emotions are very helpful and useful mm -hmm. and you want to listen to them and kind of see what the signal is. But just because they're helpful sometimes doesn't mean they're always worthy of tons of attention mm -hmm. and meaning and value, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, but that's a, that's a hard thing because it means like there's no easy answer. Yeah. And you, or, it's a case-by-case -case basis. Or totally right answer or totally wrong right. answer. or Yeah, but yeah, I, I, I like, I like um, thinking about how humans are different from a lot of animals is that when we feel something, we also get to think about it. <laughs> you know, we also get to go, hmm, given that I feel this right. way, what are the behavioral options that might get me what I want out of this situation? Instead of just going, oh my gosh, I'm afraid I'm running. Or, oh my gosh, I'm, 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 I have concerns about this that have made me anxious and I'm not gonna go do that anymore. You know, there's a problem because you're, you're using your emotions then to decide what to do constantly. Yeah. Um, and that's that overemphasis on how you feel. And Which can lead to a kind of dependence on how you feel. And when, yeah. you're, when you're dependent on how you feel, you get into a lot of situations that are, like procrastination is a, is a really common one. You know, you got this work you want to do, but you just really don't feel like it, mm -hmm. right? Well, if you're, if you're used to really thinking about and sort of relying on your feelings to push you in a certain direction or not, like you're going to end up procrastinating a lot on stuff, right? Well, yeah, um, yeah. Or we talked about anxiety, right? This happens in depression a lot too, right? You, mm -hmm. don't, you don't feel motivated or sort of energized, right? Um, but if, if the feeling part of the equation is this huge gigantic variable because that's the only one you think about and then all these other little things like well what would actually be good for me and what would be helpful in this situation those, those aren't going to get a lot of weight or, or they're sometimes not even considered and i think that's the real danger yeah, right. is that is that your solutions start becoming as soon as i don't feel this way i'll be able to go do that thing that i want to do and and there's a heavy overemphasis on what you feel that prevents you from what you want in life, you know, where you're valuing how you feel over anything else. Mm -hmm. And and now you almost requiring a certain feeling to go away in order to proceed the way you want to. And that's that's gonna be problematic. This reminds me of your great um, metaphor for how to think about your emotional life as it's like the lights on your car's dashboard, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Like sometimes I really, uh, I really hope I made that up. I, I don't know where I got that from, but I, I use it a lot. doesn't matter. We're all stealing <laughs> stuff from all over. <laughs> it's nothing new under the sun. If one of my college professors out there was like, I taught school that. No, but like sometimes, you know, a little, uh, I mean the, the low fuel light is the, is the perfect example, right? Mm -hmm. Because I think this really illustrates if you're, if you're driving down the road, right? And you're low, let's say you got to, uh, I don't know, you're late for work, right? And you're two minutes away from work and your low fuel light goes off. If you just immediately pull over and like take care of the low fuel 
and fill up, you could end up missing some really important meeting at work and getting in a ton of trouble or missing out on some cool opportunity, right? When really, like, yeah, I mean, it, you get a little anxious when your low fuel light goes off, but like you, you got 20 or 30 miles left, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. There's no reason you can't just like wait a little while. Right. So if you immediately follow your low fuel light, that can lead to some problematic sort of outcomes. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, if that low fuel light goes off and it's been off for a while and you're like, yeah, we got plenty of time, like no big deal. And you sort of like extremely downplay it on the other end of the spectrum. That can also be problematic too. Right. Right. right? So it's important, like treat your emotions like you treat the lights on your car's dashboard, right? You don't want to necessarily give an, you don't want to overemphasize their importance, but you also don't want to devalue them. Yeah. Completely. I, I like that metaphor too, because the idea there is if when your low fuel light goes off or, or, or if we're looking at that signal anyway, that you have a gauge, it's a half a tank. Mm. The idea is if I'm headed out of town, I got a six hour drive without a gas station. Th- there's a context in which that signal means something different yes. than I've got five blocks to go. And, um, it's not a problem. Right. right? And so, but, but I think sometimes we just get so afraid of the signal altogether, you know, that we ignore the context. Yeah, it's, it's like yeah. people put duct tape over their gas gauge and it's like, why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> you know, you, you, that there's some valuable information given your context that right. you might want to consider. Yeah. That's great. Hey everyone, Nick and I really appreciate you listening to the podcast. Please rate us on iTunes if you get a chance. And if you have any feedback or comments for us, that'd be great as well. And if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover in the podcast, let us know in the comment section as well. Thanks.